why did you marry me? <laughs> this has become such a deep interview. You don't have to answer these questions if you don't want to. The greatest gift that this job has given me, being able to work with you and being able to be home with my, my son, soon to be sons. <laughs> I did not expect to cry. What was the question? <laughs> what do you hope to see change in the world? What do you feel is your purpose? When you were a kid, what was your ultimate dream, your ultimate goal in life? Do you like what you do for your job? Um... Yes and no. Yes and no? Why yes and no? I feel like anyone would say that about their occupation, though. What would the yes be? What would the no be? Hey, before we get started, if you could please give five stars to our podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it would really mean the world to us. Don't do it, though, if you're driving. Please park the car, take it, take a break, and then no, click you, the No, they can star. get to their destination first. Oh, okay. It's your destination. <laughs> Pause it, and then while you're pausing it, yeah. oh, perfect opportunity, like and subscribe. That's right. No, five stars. Five stars. If you're it. listening on YouTube, you like and subscribe. If you're listening on Spotify or like Apple Podcasts, then you do the five stars. But then if know you're, what to do. Yeah, you just, yeah. Okay. We love you guys. Now on to the episode. What's, What's up, up dudes? dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Woohoo! You guys, today we have a kind of interesting episode planned. I saw this couple on TikTok. A husband was interviewing his pregnant wife, and I was like, you know what? I should do that for a podcast episode. I want to interview Abby as my pregnant wife for a full hour-long episode. I've done a lot of research on you. I know a lot about you, so well, I think this is going to be good. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Why are you nervous? I don't know. What are you going to ask me about? nothing crazy do you know the answers to these questions already actually no like i Uh, I have like questions that i just like legitimately want to know okay for how you feel about like life and i want to know how that candy salad tastes that you're eating right now from your baby shower that you just had is that pretty delicious you can visibly see the baby going crazy oh my gosh oh yeah because you're eating so much sugar yeah can i try some candy salad yeah, go for it. This looks delicious. Bella, my friend Bella, threw a shower with my sister-in-law, Abby, last night. Mm, that was so and good. And something really cute they had as, like, one of the many delicious snacks they had was a candy salad, which I'm pretty sure this is the same couple. Josh and Sav. Wait, Josh Savannah. And Sav. Yeah, that's her name, Josh and Sav. Jo- Josh and Sav on TikTok. She made it. Wasn't it her that made this candy no salad idea. while pregnant? I don't really pregnant? watch TikTok very much, so I don't know. No, I think it was her, and that's where she got this idea to make this candy salad for me and honestly it is every pregnant woman's dream (laughs) just sour gummy candy Mm. how are you how are you feeling right now Mm. what way like how's your day going how would you say you're feeling like on a scale of one to ten honestly today i feel really stressed dang and why is that there's so much going on and i feel like i don't want to say mom guilt because it's not necessarily guilt it's just mom sadness where it's like i have to do all these things but i also want to spend time with my baby and we have a short timeline because we're leaving tomorrow for our baby moon. And I'm going to be mm-hmm. away from him. So, watch me cry. Do you like Do you like where your life is at right now? I feel high emotions. Yeah, that's okay. You're pregnant. That happens. But even if you weren't pregnant, like, it's totally okay to feel those emotions. Wait, is this interview going to be deep? I don't know. Maybe. I don't think I have the capacity. You don't have the capacity today? To have a deep conversation. Well, if I ask, if I ask a question you don't want to answer, you don't have to answer it. Okay. Do you like what you do for your job? What does it have to do with pregnancy? I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking you a question. This is the Abby Howard interview. This isn't even just like this doesn't have to be pregnancy related. Oh. Yeah. Um Yes and no. Yes and no. Why yes and no? I feel like anyone would say that about their occupation though. Yeah. 
what what would uh what would the yes be what would the no be i mean there's oh my gosh my belly's going crazy because of the sugar i might <laughs> yeah. need them yeah i need to stop um oh that's such a big question i mean a surface level response would be like sometimes like first of all the good is that i get to work with my husband and i get to work from home and have the flexibility to be with my son totally. and like that is it's going to be okay. I'm so emotional today because I'm stressed. Hey, so like all hey. my emotions are at the surface. Um, that is by far the greatest gift that this job has given me is being able to work with you and being able to be home with my, my son and soon to be sons. There's no amount of money that could, you know, fit that. You know, or I know there's no price you could put on that. Yeah, right. Totally. So, um, feel incredibly grateful for that totally um <laughs> i did not expect to cry wow what was the question <laughs> it was uh what do you like about your job and what do you not oh like I, that's job? the part that i love about my job yeah um also it is incredibly it's like a great honor that we can have like connections across the world through this job yeah. with people and um it's given us some crazy opportunities that we never would have had otherwise. So totally, those are um, the greatest things about it for me. Um, what's the bad side? Yeah, I guess the bad side is that I'm constantly like, it's not that I don't completely like I do care what people think, and so yeah. then when there's negativity, it hurts. But more than anything. I feel like I'm always trying to break out of a stereotype Yeah. where it's like, oh, you do this for your job, then you must be this, this, and this. And those things usually include like shallow, um, yeah. narcissistic, mm -hmm. and um, superficial probably, maybe money hungry, or like I think everything's content. Yeah. Um, that would probably be something that I hate is that I'm always like, I always feel like I'm being put into a mold, but I feel like people would probably feel that in many different ways in their own life. Like they're trying to constantly be like, I don't perfectly fit this superficial mold you have for mm -hmm. this. Do you enjoy, do you enjoy making content? Um, it, I wouldn't say it's my passion. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What is, what is your passion? I don't like my family. Your family's it's your truly passion. truly my family. Yeah. Like, our marriage, my family. I like working out. I like reading. I like traveling. I like being outside. I like baking. I like cooking. Yeah. I honestly like the simple things in life, like laundry, taking care of our house. Like I love our house. I feel so grateful to have it. So uh -huh. like taking care of it is like something that so if I money, wouldn't say it's a passion, but it's something that fulfills me. So if, if money, like if money wasn't a thing, if you had all of your needs met and like I don't know. What would you do? Like, how would you spend your time? Doing exactly that. Doing exactly that. So baking, what else? So all those, all those things you just mentioned would be things that you'd spend yeah, your time Yeah, I think there's people in life that are looking for the next thrill. And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's super cool and exciting. I don't know if it's just the place I'm at in life, but that's not what I'm looking for. Like, there... I don't, I don't want the next thrill. I don't want the next viral moment. I don't want the next, yeah. you know, I just... I like, I love the beauty and like the simple moments in life. 
Totally. When did this get so deep? Like, Sorry, I'm oh just asking gosh. questions. I thought we were going to talk about like... I'm just asking questions. I don't know. Working out while pregnant or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just genuinely curious because like you were having a rough morning today. and Yeah, so it's a perfect time to sucks, film a podcast. And it sucks because like, well, Abby, you're such a fun person and you're like, you're... You're yeah. You're just a, you're just a fun person, and you're genuine, and people love that about you, and I love that about you. That's why I married you. Like I just I really like the person that you are, and I love the friend that you are. Yeah. And I think because of the person that you are, you're you're popular, and you're popular online because of the genuine person you are. And so this is the thing that we always run into, right? What? Where it's like it's Matt and Abby online, but like <laughs> Matt is the um. What would you say? Like you're the motor behind Matt and Abby. Like you made it happen, and then I like was part of it, but I wasn't like a founder of Matt and Abby. If that makes sense, even though I was the fifty percent <laughs> component. Would you say you were uh, just putting up with my hobby? I was a co-star that put up with your hobby, and then it became <laughs> like something that I'm like, oh wow, this is like a lot bigger than I bargained for. Well, that's why. I was and so just sometimes like... I'm like, holy crap, wait, I don't know if this is what i wanted well i'm so i was like bummed for you today because like you had a lot of brand deals that you were trying to knock out today well, okay that's okay no 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 what we're not gonna do is have what? a pity party about the life of an influencer because no one wants to hear that yeah and i don't feel that way i think i was just stressed about ev- everything i needed to get done and yeah before our trip and i wanted to spend well, time with our son no I, but i did feel pity for you because it's like you didn't like necessarily choose this like yeah. this this whole video creation is like is my hobby it's it's fun for me my my work is my hobby and for you that's not necessarily the case your work is your work it's not that i hate it but my work is my work and i Mm -hmm. i view it that way and And obviously it's a very fun job compared but comparatively but because you're such a popular fun person all these brands want to work with you and so then i'm like crap i wish i could film these brand deals for abby but like these are Abby's. Like I can't, I can't do Abby's voiceover. I can't film and put on a wig and pretend to be Abby. And so that's where today I was just like, man, I feel for you. Like I, I just. Oh was my bummed. gosh! If you feel for me, don't feel for me in that capacity. Feel for me in the fact that I'm carrying a large baby well, and well, I'm five two. Honey, I mean it's a it's a lot on your plate. <laughs> it's a lot on your plate to, um, to work full time while you're also pregnant. Um, yeah, but I mean it could. It's really so good. It's just sometimes things catch up to you. And I feel like my threshold for stress has been a lot lower pregnant, like since having, since being pregnant mm-hmm. and then also pre- postpartum. So it's like for over a year now, my threshold for stress has been like pretty minimal, probably at 50% capacity. Well, it's funny. You just got this like new smartwatch <laughs> that tells you when you're stressed out. Yeah. And so that's actually been really helpful it's to see. It's been alerting me. It's been helpful to see when you are stressed and when you're not stressed because yeah, like a lot of times you'll tell me like, man, I'm really stressed out. But like now that your watch is like, oh, like, I'm like, proof. I'm like, oh, like she's she's not making this up like this. This watch is literally telling her her I levels, know. her heart rate. Everything is stressful. Um, Man, I want to know more about young Abby because okay. what's funny about you is you I want to say new, even though you're not into the video creation side of stuff as much as I am, you really got into um, like almost wanting to be a vlogger, I guess, at a young age. You made these videos. You were so embarrassed of them when we first started dating. Not vlogging. My, I loved like 
DIY beauty channels, which was like what was thriving on YouTube at the time. Okay. Back like in, this is 2012, 2010. When was probably. this? Probably. I have no yeah. idea. And I was probably in like eighth grade, seventh, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah. Middle school. Um, and so I loved watching these videos and I specifically loved watching like Bath and Body Works hauls. Yeah. And like, this is me organizing <laughs> my jewelry. And yeah. like, I loved, uh, like watching people get ready for the first day of school and packing their book bag like i loved videos like that yeah but um it was never like a formal like i'm gonna be a vlogger like yeah. i found one of my mom's old cameras and i like made videos that i never intended to post and you were and so... never intended for anyone else to see because you were so embarrassed for me to see that video i remember I found oh the video. Oh my gosh. Well, because people make fun of my voice now, but you should have heard me when I was in sixth grade. Your voice is so cute. Anybody Wait, by the way, look makes... at my stress levels. Your, stre your stress levels are high, honey. Yes. Did You're you stressed right now? Yeah. What can we do to de-stress you right now? Do we just need to take a few deep breaths, breathe in? If I in, do that, I'm going to get emotional again. And breathe out. I don't want to be the girl crying on the internet. I, that is me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay own it own it it's own okay. your emotion you're pregnant i'm not ashamed of my emotions people are always like this is so weird that you're putting on the internet i'm like it's so weird that crying is not a normal human emotion yeah i don't know anyway totally. sorry what was the okay so i don't i didn't want to be a vlogger yeah like don't don't think that because i never wanted anybody else to see them like, even if but, my own brother saw them i would have been mortified 100 percent. but I, I thought it was so interesting that you for fun as like an 11 year old girl yeah we're making these little beauty hauls and beauty reviews and perfume reviews from bath and body works i and would when I save found... up all my coupons and <laughs> beg and i knew about the deals yeah. from the youtubers really yeah so and i were... would go and on friday nights i'd ask my grandma and grandpa to please take me to bath and body works and i would like try to stretch my ten dollars i had as far as I could get as many little hand sanitizers That's as I so could. so cute. I was never aware of that side of YouTube because I was deep into the education side of YouTube. I was learning. Not then, were you? In sixth grade? In sixth grade is when I started to learn. Oh. I started to learn how to make videos from YouTube, from these channels that would educate. And so I didn't even know about the whole like beauty hall, beauty industry on YouTube. And it's funny that that was, that was the side of YouTube that you were on. Yeah, some of those girls are still making videos now which is crazy. But why were you so embarrassed for me to see that video? Because we, we had been dating for like six months because and you I would not. Because I never wanted anybody, I mean, now I wouldn't be, but I never want anybody else to see those. But you were, you were 17. It wasn't like. I don't know. It didn't make sense. But I also was in like deep in the infatuation stage with you. And I, I was like, I don't know. That was like embarrassing for me for some you, reason. You thought that anything that wasn't this perfect version or this like, you know. No, I don't know why. Version. That was just like something I held on to still being embarrassed. I don't know. Yeah. And as a kid too, you, you love to like, what would you say? We talked about what you like to do now, but like as, as a kid, like what was your favorite thing to do? Like in the whole world? I mean, act, dance, hang out with my friends, dancing when did you when did you start dance wasn't that when you were like three i was three that's crazy yeah and so from three till 19 college in college when we took yeah. college ballet together that's 16 years of yeah, dance i know i would literally be in my room and i would shut the door and i would just read monologue books no like way. and try to like practice no way. monologues yeah i never did that i would dance in my basement yeah Monologue. Why did you get into monologue books? Because acting was like my favorite. So I would pretend that I was like auditioning for a big TV show or a big movie and like. 
and you and that for you was in front of dance as far as the order yes. of things you cared about acting more than yes, dance. yes i like loved acting how old were you when you were reading monologue books probably starting in like sixth grade and honestly earlier because it really started i like loved to read and i would yeah. read out loud and so i would read as if i was like i don't know doing like a script reading yeah and by myself in my room like my whole family knew that i would do that they would like They'd be like, think, someone would think I was on the phone. They'd be like, no, Abby's just reading to herself in her room. <laughs> Did your family get annoyed with you reading out loud? In the car, yeah. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> how, did in the how car. Long, how like, long would, would you? Like, would be like, ugh, my mom and dad would be like, just let her, she, just how, let her. How long would this go on for? Would this be like a 10 minute thing in the car? Or would you just read out loud for like 45 minutes? If we were driving to Florida, I would take as many hours as they would give me. <laughs> Seriously. I like loved reading out loud. I wow. still love reading out loud. That's that why is... I love reading to Griffin. I will say in the seven years we've been together, <laughs> I, I rarely have heard you without, like with you losing your voice. And I feel like it's because you read out loud so much as a kid, your voice just strengthened itself. Really? I feel like I lose my voice a lot, actually. Really? Yeah. Good. That's impressive. I don't have a very strong voice. I read out loud to you on car rides. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> Sometimes, not as much anymore. You know, because you've gone on a long car ride really since Griffin, mm -hmm. except for to Tahoe. And I did read to you then. You got into speaking when you were a kid too. I know like you were, I think you were buddy, buddy with the mayor of your town. You would do these speaking engagements yeah. back in the day. Um, why did you do that? Why did you get into that? Uh, here's the thing is that theater made me better at speaking. And yeah. so then my mom was always like, a, she always pushed me to do things that were outside my comfort zone and to like mm -hmm. be independent and to like learn adult skills like she was never one like I had to order at the restaurants since I was able to speak like it wasn't like she was going to speak for me or like yeah. anything like that she like taught me independence and then also with that she taught me like just to have like adult like skills and so she that came with public speaking and then um obviously I wasn't a kid being like hello Mr. Mayor like what can I do but like it was just because I don't even know one thing led to another with my mom like being like oh Abby could do that mm -hmm. like it's really cool that your mom had you order at restaurants and uh, take a grocery cart when you were what? Yes. Like, were you seven? Would, would you be like seven? Oh, doing I was that? super little. No, like younger than that. Younger than seven getting groceries at the grocery store. She was there, but okay. she would give me, and she would honestly be probably the next row over, like spying over. Like, she <laughs> yeah. wouldn't leave me unattended. Yeah. But she would split the list. And so the things that were like, on one side of the grocery store and probably within reach for me. She mm -hmm. would give me my own like little list and I had my own little shopping cart and <laughs> she like would keep an eye on me, but I didn't yeah. know that. I thought I was being independent and like taught me how to grocery yeah. shop. And, and this was a small town. So did you see the same people every time you went to the store? Like were you pretty? Not every time, but I mean, I, I knew they would be rare that we would go into a public place and not know somebody. How many people were in your town when you grew up? It's actually 40,000, which isn't that small. Yeah. I feel like. Well, it I don't just know. has small town vibes because there's no town around it for like the next, no large town or even <laughs> similar size to Quincy for the next like hour and a half, two hours. I thought it was so funny when I met you. I thought, I just assumed that you had, I don't know, done more like country things. Like I had assumed that maybe you had shot a shotgun at one point. See, that's what I always tell but you. But you lived next to a cornfield. And I'm like, if you're Rural living next to. is different than country so interesting to me and it was rural but it wasn't country so would you say i'm a city boy then if i 1, grew up thousand <laughs> percent yeah you grew up in st louis county yeah but i did have a grandpa that had a farm and that's where i would had shot a shotgun we'd shot like clay targets yeah. and stuff on his land but um so you played country boy on i guess some i weekends. did yeah 
every other month or so <laughs> me go see my grandpa. No, yeah, I would never say that I was country at all. Mm-hmm. When you were a kid, like what was your what was your ultimate dream, your ultimate goal in life? To be an actress. But was it was it Broadway? Was it movies? Was it both? Broadway. You really wanted Broadway. I did, but I think that I just had never explored. I mean, there was no opportunity for anything on film or anything, and there really wasn't beyond community theater that were, there was no um, opportunity for any like mm-hmm. higher level performance. I guess I went to one of your community. I went to actually a couple it of the community. A, it's a great community theater. theater shows in Quincy, Illinois, and they were they were good. Yeah, it, I was impressed because like coming from a big city, I had never done much community theater, um, and in my mind, they just. I don't know. I, I I didn't really have an opinion on it or or well, know what it would look like. Maybe that was because there was professional theaters. Yeah. Or like regional theaters then. Yeah. And so like everyone did this. You know what I mean? Like as like the higher, you know, the people that had more experience were probably doing like the higher levels. But this was the highest level in Quincy. So yeah, they had really good shows. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and you were very, very A talented. lot of passion. And I think that I specifically like love community theater because like everyone is just doing it out of pure mm-hmm. passion. Well, that's what's interesting about you is because like as we started to do social media, I even though I'd been a theater kid, I'd grown up doing theater and I'd love to perform. For me, I still got to use that creative side of my brain on the social media side, but for you, even though you're creative at heart, part of you it seemed still really missed that the the stage, really missed Oh, it's the nothing theater. like in my mind yeah. because it's the collaboration is not really existent. It's not yeah. the same thing. And then the live audience is just like so mm-hmm. exhilarating. And also you're playing a part, whereas like social yeah. media we're being ourselves. So Something I thought was remarkable is you could remember lines like nobody else I ever met. Like really? You, you could read a script like, I don't know. You, Do you'd you know read, a you'd line read... I still remember? Yes, the one from the from uh, Peter and the Starcatcher. Yeah. That was, the, I think, the first show that I saw. My you brain in. can't forget it. I can't remember like simple words. What but... did you uh, in Peter and Star? You played Wendy, right? Or freak? What is Molly? Molly, Molly, was is Wendy even in the show? No. Okay, I'm but now so I'm sorry. like questioning myself. Was it Molly? I, I think it was Mo- Molly Aster, right? That Molly your, Aster, yeah. That was your character in the yeah. show. Yeah. What was what was that line? Then horn under flinkin' s and neck and frescatooter, nave and nave and s and nave, nonka bean to rubelonka sink and can keep the motor cooking, nonka donka papa. I want to see you perform again, Abby. I want to. I so... do. I mean, all of that obviously is on the back burner while we at least have little little kids. Yeah. But in some capacity, yeah. in my future, I will probably do that again. You're so good at it, though. Like you're so. Here's so good the thing at it. about it. I love it, but my life will not be fulfilled by doing that ever again. You know. Yeah. Oh, really? So, so like, you no, can I never... No, I have a complete full life without doing it again. Wow. Yeah. And when did you realize that? Like, that's a, that's a big change. Cause I feel I like you would, have never, you would have never said that probably prior to meeting me, I guess. Like, No, yeah. I think just growing into marriage in our family, like, and also getting to see the world. I was like, there's so much out there. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like my perspective changed a lot. And for a lot of people, it does like and at that exact same time, you know, from going from your teens to your 20s. Yeah. So much life change happened. Then it's insane. I feel like I've lived so much life in that amount of time that it like yeah. did change me. Um, We've been together seven years. And I'm curious, like, what do you think your life would look like right now if we hadn't have met or oh we hadn't gosh. have 
Well, first together. of all, I would not be on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, but what would you I, be doing? I have no clue. What do you think? Like, do you think you'd be in New York right now, being on Broadway? Like, <laughs> who I, knows? I truly believe that you have the skill and the talent to do it. You're a very, very good actress. Well, thank you. I think that, right, honestly, I think that if I were to be doing something, I probably would have fallen into film and TV. Really. Why, why in some capacity, because yeah. I can't sing, and it's very hard for actors that do live performance to make a career out of that. That's true. I think the money is, is Like hard. strict actors, yeah. I feel like you have to do the dancing and the singing. Yeah. My question, though, is being from a small town and, you know, having to either, like, move to really New York or L.A., would you have been able to do that? Probably not. I think, I mean, I definitely would have gone to college where I went to college, I think. Yeah. Even if you hadn't gone, probably. Yeah. And then... And why, why is that? Why why were you so prone to Missouri State? Because I think it would have been too too hard for me to just up and leave. Also, I, it honestly wouldn't have been safe. Think about it. I had grown up in such a small town. And then for me to be an 18-year-old in LA or New York City, mm-hmm. that would have honestly been unsafe. Because I did not... I would not have known. That's honestly. what kids do, though. Isn't that crazy? That there's kids that just pick up and leave. Even younger than that, there's kids that leave home at 16. You know. That's terrifying. I had also no street knowledge, so. Yeah. Either did I. I would have been a completely. I mean, freshman year together was where I really yeah, became we independent. We learned. We grew up together. You know, we figured yeah. out how to be adults mm-hmm. together. Um, yeah, I I think that I probably would have shifted gear, shifted gears in college. And just gone to probably teaching because that's what your mom did, what your grandma did. Probably. Yeah. And you're very good at that, too. You're honestly very good at a lot of things. I think I probably would have switched gears and gone into teaching. What was your, your, your rank in school was, weren't you seventh in your class or third in your I class? I think I was sixth, Matt. You were, si- you were sixth. Why were you sixth? Like, I how did know. you, why do you think you were sixth? I think I could have been higher if I didn't do choir. Oh, so choir brought your overall GPA down. It's a it wasn't... game. I wasn't trying to play the game. I was just like, when yeah. it came to the, like, looking at my paper, I was like, holy heck. Yeah. I could have actually been, not actually though, yeah. but. What's funny, like, in school, in my school, we didn't have the whole valedictorian thing, but your school did. I mean, it's kind of. Is it going away? Do you think, I think more it's and more going away. Because it got to be too silly of a game and people were competing. Yeah, because and... it's like, you're not. It gets weird at that point where it's like, oh, I can't do choir because that's going to bring my GPA down. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a game at that point. We t- we've talked a lot about like dance and acting. You mentioned choir. Do you like singing? Like, would you say no. you don't? <laughs> no. <laughs> just no? I guess I'm so bad at it. <laughs> you make fun of me all the time. No, I don't. I can't hear. Okay. I can't hear harmonies. I can't hear if I go off pitch. <laughs> I also have the most limited range. It is funny. And I think it's because my voice is pitched at a weird spot. It's funny when I sing "You Are My Sunshine" to sing Griffin to sleep every night. You'll come in and it's always off. Key. It's always off. You're always Sometimes flat. Sometimes I feel like or, I nailed it. Or sharp. No. <laughs> Sometimes you do come in on pitch, but then within five seconds you it go off pitch. It starts to stray. Yeah. Well, see now you. I think it's because they've got me in my head. <laughs> And now I'm like, oh, wait, maybe this is wrong. Isn't it crazy to think that we are about to, like, our, oh my gosh, the day that we're filming this episode, we're literally, like, 10 days away from, like, our seven years since we first started dating. Like, yeah, we were actively, like, chatting and, like, flirting at this time seven years ago while you were 17 and I, we were both 17. I want to go back. I want to go back, too. And... 
I think it it sucks. That I live a lot of my life looking forward to the future. I get so mm-hmm. excited for what the future could be. It's so, I don't know. I love that. I love dreaming and I love thinking about like what the world could look like in the future. It's so fun. But then I, I forget about how special the present moments are. And once those moments are gone, I look back and then I have that same thought, like the reverse thought of, man, I wish I could go back. I wish I could relieve those moments. And um, yeah, it sucks that you can't. There's mm-hmm. nothing that you can do to, to go back. I get more, I lean more towards the nostalgic side. Yeah. Which is equally dangerous. It was, just, it was interesting. I was reading this article about how even if there are times in our life in the past that were like really, really hard and challenging, we'll still look back on those times and want to go back because there's maybe we'll see a picture, or a video or something that like was a happy moment. And we're like, oh, I just want to go back. And it, there's some sort of psychological thing that happens when um, time passes. We we always view the past as like better, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of interesting. I like to think it actually was that good, though. Yeah. No, there there definitely were good times. <laughs> definitely, definitely really good times. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many good times now, too, though. Oh, 100%. And you always say the best is yet to come. I do. I, I think I think that's true. So why why did you marry me? <laughs> oh, this has become such a deep interview. Sorry, you don't have to answer these questions if you don't want to. Well, I mean, there's a lot of answers to that. Yeah. It all really boils down to I could not, I did not want to imagine a life without you. Slash, I couldn't. That's beautiful. Is it? That's really, no, that's that's really beautiful. It really, I mean, truly, like, you were my best friend. You are my best friend. And, well, I guess at the time, I'm talking about specifically, like, how I knew I wanted to marry you is because at the time, like, I just wanted to do everything with you well there was a guy <laughs> i know this now there's a guy that you were going on dates with let's at the not time. talk about him <laughs> okay and okay let's talk no you there, can talk i, don't, there were guys, I really don't care there were guys before that though that you'd gone on dates with you never yeah. dated any of these guys you uh-huh. never kissed any of these guys um what was it about what was it about me oh like initially that made me want to date you maybe i guess initially but just like deeper than that though too it's so many reasons like i first of all thought you were extremely attractive we we've Mm -hmm. talked about this multiple times i like always talk to my friends about how cute i thought you were but then you made me feel just like excited Mm -hmm. like i felt excited with you safe with you i just i i don't know something about me is that like i feel like i've never had i've never like wondered or been wishy-washy about things i've wanted in life Mm-hmm. Like, even with my ring, like, I, we always talk about this. Like, the first ring I tried on, I, like, knew that was what I wanted, and that was my ring. I wasn't yeah. interested in trying on other things. And so it's like, I don't know. I I just knew. Wow. I don't know. That's, that is interesting. I'm over, I'm over uh, fairytaling it, I guess. But really, it felt so natural to be with you. That's, that's the only thing I can explain is that, like, it just felt natural. Wasn't that that initial fatuation that we had just like the craziest wild feeling yes just so it I'll felt never like forget it it felt like a roller coaster like the fact the fact that we would literally make out my parents basement for literal hours Why do we go back to that <laughs> i don't know I, I think that's just like that just kind of shows that we really really liked each other um and it was silly and we were we were young well, i think and- it shows that we really liked each other because we like weren't around each other all the time well, we'd face we time, we'd FaceTime till 5 a.m we were always facing and that's something that's like really cool about our relationship from the beginning is that it was really all 
built on conversation. Yeah. Because we didn't see, we saw each other maybe once every other week. Well, it was our friendship that made yeah, us we so were, close. We were really, we are and we're really good yeah. friends. Yeah. I just think you're so, I think you're so cool. Really? I really do. I think you're so, like for so many reasons. I'm I think definitely you're, not cool. <laughs> no, you are cool though. Like you're cool because like you don't give an F what other people think about you. You're cool because you're beautiful. You're cool because you're so smart and got like really good grades. You're cool because you're hilarious and you can make me laugh and you make other people stop, laugh. Stop, and you're stop, cool because you hung out with your grandparents every every weekend when um, you'd go over and spend the night with them and, and play cards and yeah. your grandma would read you books when you were a kid. You know, you're cool for so many reasons that's really sweet that's so nice um ask people i went to high school with i wasn't cool at all <laughs> I, I wasn't cool people thought i was weird <laughs> but i cared but i cared so much and that's what i like that's what i love about you is you don't care and i love that you don't i love that energy i love that energy of just being I, comfortable in who you are i definitely you know? care at times yeah but like in a healthy amount you know there's a healthy yeah. amount of caring right yeah otherwise and maybe you actually are a narcissist Wait, what? If you, if you like never care, then maybe thought, you do err on the side of like, maybe you have a little something going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, This is good. I, I love asking you these questions. Did you write down questions? I did write down some, but I'm kind of just going, we're just seeing where the conversation okay. goes. This is fun. This is fun interviewing you. I like this. It's so weird because it's like, it feels like you're not my husband when we're having this I conversation. I know, but I am at the same time. Are we pretending to not be married? Maybe. Maybe. You tell me. <laughs> hey, you there listening to this podcast. If you could just like and subscribe, it would mean so much. If you're driving right now, don't do it while you're driving. That's not safe. But as soon as you park, <laughs> just do it. When you go to pause the episode, just go ahead and at that same time, just do five stars, subscribe, like it, maybe yeah. leave a quick review. They can only um, do five stars if, the, if they're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. There's something you can do on every platform. Okay. okay. And they know what to do to make well, do it your, good. Do your thing on our platform, on your platform to make it good. We'd really appreciate don't it. Don't do your thing on our platform. What does that mean? I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so we we end up getting married. We are in college together. Um, so much is changing. What was the first year of marriage like for you? Like, what do you remember? I mean... It was really sweet. We were both doing our own things. And that was the last year that we really did our own separate things. Yeah. Like during the day, we would each go to our own classes. We had our own jobs. Mm-hmm. And um, like that's when I was like nannying and then substitute teaching during my elementary education classes. You were doing the finance thing. So I think that was honestly our first our only for our first year was our only, only normal year of marriage. What was the best job you had in college and the worst job you had in college worst job was the creepy oh my gosh we worked at so matt and i shared a I car i want to fight that dude so bad let me tell them the story <laughs> matt and i shared a car and um it was literally your brother's car slash your parents car did we go in 50 50 on that what was no, that no. was that before we combined bank accounts no no i'm talking about the car that your parent the camry oh and so we both need to make money because we want to get married and but we only had one car mm-hmm. and it was really matt's parents car and so we well, it was were my like, brother's car technically my uncle yeah. gave it to my brother but then i didn't have a car because my parents needed the other car my mom was driving our truck because money was tight at the time so my parents needed to take the truck back from me and my brother so then now my brother and i were sharing the camry 
anyway. At college. This was our first semester of college. Yeah, and so, so we, like, got, we, we need got to make the money, but we only have one car. And so we, and I couldn't get a job on campus because those were, um, they, they were set aside for other students. And so uh, we had to work at the same place mm-hmm. was the only thing it boiled down to. And it was really hard to convince businesses. Okay. I don't know why. I feel like at it this time. It was so hard to get a job. Yes. I feel like now it's easy to get a job like this. But at that time, it was really hard to get a job working at a restaurant. I think there's a lot of government money that just people take and, and they can not have to work and just get paid by the government right now. Because I see job, like I see openings for jobs everywhere. everywhere and we but could we, not find one. I applied at 10 different places the first week of college because I was so desperate to start making money so that we could get married. And only one of them accepted me. And that was and that was the business. It was and you were a great employee. It was Flame Steakhouse in Springfield. <laughs> yeah. So we went we were we finally convinced them to hire us both at Flame Steakhouse. I applied to be a hostess. I trained as a hostess and then they switched me. They're like, Oh, we're gonna train you as expo, which they basically just like plate the food, make sure everything's yeah. good before it goes. Because it was a nicer restaurant before yeah. it goes to the customers. Then they trained me at that for two weeks. And then they're like, oh, no, actually, we're going to move you to cocktail downstairs. And there's a lounge downstairs. And it's kind of seedy. And I didn't quite understand what that me meant. Me neither. We were so young and so naive. I was like, 18. We didn't know what no, cocktail 18. really was. But here you are, like, walking around in, like, kind of a, a shorter. I mean, it wasn't. Wait, dude, I was 18. You were 18 working cocktail. Yes. And so I couldn't drink. I didn't. And I didn't drink. And so I didn't know what was going on. And then they like had me wear a cocktail dress and I had to like go out and buy some. I bought some at Plato's Closet. <laughs> and then um, it was just a kind of seedier job than I would have ever intentionally taken. Because yeah. down there, there would be like guys that were kind of. Not that they were getting sloppy drunk, but they're drinking and they were older and they had money, like the mm-hmm. people that came and they would just kind of yeah. be a little bit inappropriate. And I didn't really know what to look for or listen to to be like, that's wrong. Like, that's yeah. not really cool. And so then, um, and then the manager, he was himself who should have been, you know. Well, I think he ended up getting arrested, right? Taking for... care of his workers. Yeah. yeah. He would... First of all, he did drugs during. Mm-hmm. He would come come to work high. Well, we he so would, no, he would do it during shifts too. People people told us that he was high during work, and we're like, we're like, no, really? I think. And they're like, you know how his eyes are always had, red? I'm like, oh he yeah, has his, allergies. It looks like he has allergies because his eyes are always red. They're like, he's literally high, like on marijuana. Yeah, and so we, you have to check out to leave, and you have to check out with him. Yeah. And we couldn't find him forever. He would be in the alley doing like yeah. it was like so sketchy, and we didn't even know because yeah. we were so young, and so sheltered Mm -hmm. and so anyway he would be like you'd make a lot more money if you didn't wear tights tonight like tell me to take off my tights under my dress or he'd be like you need to find a different dress like people you like you get a lot more tips Mm -hmm. or things like that and then i mean there's i could go on and on and then but we always talk about like the creepiest part was that he would literally before shift sit at the bar have a drink and then have me wash table bases of the high top tables down there on all fours when you were washing these on all fours was he was you were you facing him at all times no because that really bothers me like, it, like I, I didn't me i didn't really, really re- bad. i didn't realize that was going on and the bartender never stopped people like i would literally be you like got harassed drinks. you got yeah. some guy tried some to... guys followed me back to the break area and he was like do a 360 i want to see you from every angle and like be super creepy and the bartender just thought it was funny and he'd be like i bet you got a good tip from that table like it was like i don't want that money like that grossed me out and i just like hated that and it's not that it was like i think just looking back on it i feel protective of my 18 year old self there because i I don't think she knew what was really i feel protective for like young other 18 year olds now because now that i know that that exists and that's out there yeah i just i just want people to be careful 
Yeah, and I think I was safe, but it was just... Um, yeah, nothing ever happened. Yeah, I just um, didn't want to be subjected to that. Totally. I don't know. I think I just didn't know. But um, yeah, that was probably the worst job. Best job? I mean, substitute teaching was incredibly hard. So I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that was like the best job. And honestly, substitute teachers today, teachers in general have like my utmost respect. Substitute teachers, holy heck, like you are incredible. It is exhausting. Mm-hmm. You don't make a lot of money and you're constantly literally the target of children abusing you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard and it's so exhausting and you're constantly like just like playing improv because you're like mm-hmm. i don't know i gotta figure out how they do things and what student can i trust like it's a whole mess so substitute teaching i learned so much i wouldn't say that was the best job honestly the best job i think was working at bellasino's uh, the pizza shop with you because we were working together we had so much fun it wasn't high stress well that's when we realized that we wanted to work together yes that's when we we literally said hey if we could ever own a business or do some sort of job together one day that would be the ultimate dream and yeah. we convinced cool. a pizza shop to hire us together because we only had a car we only, we only had, had one, one car. car so we left the steakhouse well we actually got fired from the steakhouse we got fired from the steakhouse because we went home for christmas break when we were freshmen in high school and well, we told they them also, that the manager got arrested so i feel yeah, like they there were was just, a lot there was a lot that went on they just needed an overhaul of that restaurant but that was kind of devastating though because we relied on that job like yes, we needed we upsetting. needed that money and we uh it was scary. We we came home early from Christmas break after we got fired to then search for a new job. And that's where we ended up getting hired by the pizza restaurant. Yes. So. And it's not like we made a lot of money at the pizza restaurant because it was a brand new restaurant. And business was business was slow. slow, but it was really fun. Yeah. But good old Bellasino's Bellasino's Pizzas and Grinders. Their pizza food grinders. is still so <laughs> yeah. good. On Battlefield Road in Springfield, Missouri. Across from the mall. It is. Their yeah. food is so good. That's our restaurant. Yeah, so I had a lot of fun working with you there. Last time we went to eat there. Someone did pull a gun on somebody there. Oh, wow. That did happen. We probably shouldn't talk about that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, That was in the parking lot, and that was completely unrelated. It's a completely safe (laughs) place. So let's- It was the bartender. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Let's- Yeah. We don't want to- $5 tip. Okay, Abby. (laughs) Um, Wow. Last time we ate at that restaurant, we were about to move to Hawaii. Yes, and we were we say goodbye. We were saying goodbye to the manager who hired us together and um, or the owner. Yeah, Blaine. And I'm just curious, like we effing moved to Hawaii at 20, Wait, can I say something really 21, sweet? We were both we had just you had just turned twenty one. But yeah, what do you want to say? I was say, remember that older guy that was like a regular at at the pizza restaurant and he would always try to hook like set us up together yeah and we were already engaged yeah it was so sweet I he'd love... be like he's like that matt howard i can tell he has eyes for you like he was so sweet and then we are we were already engaged i remember just like seeing i thought you looked so cute in your bellasino's outfit <laughs> you had your little t-shirt on my little that we, apron that we had to spend ten dollars we had to pay ten dollars to buy the t-shirt and i had to pay ten dollars for an extra because i was like if i work two days in a row i don't but, have time to wash but my i shirt. didn't want to spend the extra ten dollars for the t-shirt so i just kept wearing just the same like one bo all the time <laughs> just wear the same one over and over again That's um, funny. but that was oh, that was a special time i know i really really like that and i think something that about our first year of our marriage was just like the simplicity of it was beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. just, I was reading through love notes to each other that we made um, yeah. when we were first married and they are so sweet. Like we were so head over heels for each other. And um, I honestly, I love that. I, I just, feel like the first year of marriage would be like, if I had a word for it every year, it would be simplicity. Yeah. Second year, adventure. 
because that's when we moved, yeah. right? And what's funny though is like third year I, family, like it's been so. And I crazy. look back on that time, and I mean, look, the, the employers that I had at that time, you know, everyone was. I I can't complain. Like everyone was so nice, but you know, I worked at McDonald's one summer, didn't really like that. I worked in financial planning, and that was okay, but it just wasn't like it wasn't my passion, you know, like. I ultimately wanted to be a business owner myself or a creative and luckily now I get to do both. But um, it, it's interesting how like that, I look back on those memories so fondly though and it's because of how excited I was just to come home from work and see you and spend time with you and hang out with you. Mm-hmm. I just, I really, really enjoy that first year of marriage. Mm-hmm. There's a video you made um, for me. It was funny. Uh, we were celebrating Valentine's Day and that year you decided to like, plan it yourself and mm-hmm. uh, i came home well, to we a couldn't surprise. afford to go out yeah we money was tight and so we um celebrated at home we made a homemade pizza chocolate covered strawberries we watched a movie i surprised you with her wedding video which i had just spent but remember about 30 hours i made a editing. youtube video of it because i was part of your valentine's day gift because i knew that you liked making videos that that valentine i think it's called like valentine's day surprise it's still on our youtube channel it's from like oh my gosh three years ago four years ago that was part of the gift. Three. I was like, I'm gonna make a YouTube video because Matt likes making YouTube videos. Well, at the time, I was just, I was just hoping to, I was looking for a creative outlet, and I was looking for a way to hopefully be able to get paid, maybe just like some side money on the side of mm-hmm. the financial planning thing, so that I could like create and have fun, but know that people enjoyed it and people like to watch it. And man, did we have no idea that that was going to completely change. You know that. Well, you're such a passionate person in general. Mm-hmm. so i mean you're really cut out for this thank you thank you that's really kind of you no matter what you were gonna do in life matt i knew this right from right when we started dating no matter what we were doing you were gonna be like one of the best at it thanks just because that's like how you roll thanks i feel like you're interviewing me now sorry <laughs> you're good like that's that's so so kind how are those next candies question. next <laughs> next, <laughs> next question as you're downing your candy salad that looks so good I guess I want to know, like, I don't know. We've talked a lot about your past. We've talked a lot about being married young. I feel like, you know, we kind of documented our life in Hawaii. We documented our move to Arizona. We've documented us having a kid for for the first time. And we haven't really posted a lot on our YouTube channel this year. We've, you know, started a new podcast and things have been, you know, changing a lot. We're, We're trying to hopefully, like, hire people to help us make these videos so that we can have a normal work schedule of nine to five and family time because that's something that we we crave i don't want to do late nights anymore i want to i want to spend more time with you but now that we've gotten to this point i guess like what what do you what is your hope for the future like with with what we're doing right now with where we're headed like what do you what do you hope to see in the future for for your life um okay where i see myself in five years i feel the urge to come up with something whereas like this might be a boring answer, but I just see us investing our time in our family yeah, and those we love and like going to our kids' soccer games and... <laughs> it's okay. Hey, it's all good. I just picture Griffin sweaty with his little shit guards and his <laughs> Capri Sun <laughs> and that vision just came up to my... And I was like, oh. I can't wait for that. Like for me, I'm like, that is so exciting. So it's like, maybe no one like cares out there. Like, I don't know. It's not some elaborate business plan or some like, I don't know. I don't have like 
lofty goals that are gonna be like <laughs> so exciting for other people but i'm just like so excited to see my boys and shin guards and kicking a soccer ball around or heck like <laughs> doing gymnastics and like he does his first cartwheel and he's like so like looks to us to see if we saw him and then they're gonna be like mom look mom look mom look like forever yeah. and i just like i just can't not wait to see them grow up and I love their to see. I love to see the world through their eyes, and I love to see. Take them to Disney World. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know, yeah, what's, what's my just, favorite like, thing I in the world. Wait for that. I can't get enough of, like, coming downstairs after editing or giving notes on. He's so happy to see you. Yes, and he just lights up, and it's like I'm Superman, but I'm just this. I'm just this dude, you know. Oh, like, there's <laughs> like I'm just a no, dude. You're his dad. And, you're but, not just a dude. But you're to his him, dad. but to him, like I, I'm the coolest person. Yeah. And so, I mean, really, the next five years will just be, I can't wait to grow, like, yeah, honestly, grow up with my kids, because I, I still feel like I'm growing up, too. Yeah. And <sighs> I'll be honest, Abby, like, I don't know if I would have had kids at this young of an age. Like, I feel like in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have kids at a young age. But and then, then I, it came, and you were like, came, like, I'm like, I'm like, whoa, like, yeah. I, this is so fast. No, but like, with you, it just happened. And now this what do you is, mean it just happened well i i mean I, I guess we could go back a little bit but there like you were oh like i just wanted to have kids you were doing years. okay in hawaii like you weren't yeah you, you weren't having the best time there and i remember like something that you wanted so badly and i feel like it brought out part of that urge more too but like you had always wanted to be a mom and you're like matt i want to be a mom so bad and i'm like okay let's do it like let's be let's be parents you know well we had already i mean we talked about of it. course like I've, I've always wanted to be a dad my whole life but no but we I've, talked about that timeline too but i feel like if you would have said oh i'm cool waiting i've been like okay sick let's wait another two years yeah i probably would have said that yeah i just i don't know i mean there are some people that are like okay with waiting and i think that's totally fine and normal and healthy but then i know there's other women like me that was like all, that's all i could think about mm -hmm. like and i would see other people with their babies and i would just be like Oh, I crave that. Mm -hmm. Or like I would, I nannied so many little yeah. kids and I would just be like, oh, I just want to be with my own child. Are there so, times, I, don't know. I mean, you're now, you get to spend a lot of time with your son, which is, a, which is the coolest thing and a, and a perk of getting to work from home, getting to, you know, many creators work from home. Um, are there times that you feel alone? Yeah, I think I'm, I'm very much a people person. So that's why yeah. I, like Hawaii was hard for me because yeah. Um, we didn't know anybody there. I'm a big community person. Like I mm. need to be around people. And I think that's an element that I miss yeah. since we like make videos Yeah. And for a living. And it's all, it's pretty independent. It's pretty small operation. Um, but I think I have also learned like that's part of, you know, being an adult is like learning how to help yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and, um, we set up so many social things throughout our week so totally. that's helped me kind of shocked me when we had all of our family visiting we just had my cousin visit yeah um, my brother visit did you feel like usually I, I i hear you oftentimes saying i just want to get out of the house i just want to you know yeah. get out see people did it did you feel the urge to get out of our house when all those people were staying with us and in and um, out of the house so often i still like to get out of the house mm -hmm. i mean i like to be around people and i like to get out why do you like to work out so much um I don't know. <laughs> you work out. I like to get out of the house. I like to see people. I love doing something hard, like pushing myself, sweating, getting my heart rate up. Like it really helps me feel good, accomplished. Physically, it makes me feel a lot better. Even when you're pregnant. 
Yes. I told you Sunday I crashed because I didn't work out Saturday or Sunday. And Sunday I literally felt terrible. Do you feel... And tired. Do you get like a high off the pain? Like the pain of like working really hard? Probably. I guess. Because there's been workouts we've done where we don't like push it really hard at the end and you're like, oh, I just wish I could go harder. Yeah, we don't really work out together though. Yeah, we don't. Do you wish we did? Uh, no, it's my me time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish you would sometimes. Yeah. What do you do on your drive to there? To I the, listen um... to podcasts. All right. Is it true crime? Um, That or I like, I've been listening to Something Was Wrong podcast. There Shout t- out. Shout yeah, I'm on season four. I started from the beginning, so yeah. I'm like, this think, is they're in 2020 right think, now. Didn't you start listening to that scam? It's like a scammer podcast, right? Well, when yeah. our, when our friends got scam, their adoption scam, or our friends down and Bella had an adoption scam. It was horrible, so sad, and um, yeah, that's like a whole. Other it thing. got me started because I know that some of their seasons are about like scams, like online yeah. scams and stuff. So, could you live the rest of your life never, never making another social media video, never? you know, never acting again, never doing any sort of art. Could, could you could you live a full life without doing any of that as long as you had your family? 1,000%. Could you? That's the thing. And I, I feel <sighs> now you're interviewing me. Now, I mean, I love my family so, so much. I um, think there's nothing. I, th- I truly think there's nothing wrong with having passions outside of that. Totally. And... Sometimes I worry about myself that I yeah. don't have that. Well, because there's times, there's, <laughs> there's times where like I, I love my time with Griffin so much. I'm like, man, I wish I could just be a stay at home dad. Like, I wish I could just quit the social media stuff and just like fully focus on him. But then after a while, I'm like, man, I really want to go create something. <laughs> like, you know. No, I do. I definitely think it would be naive of me to be like, oh, I wouldn't miss it at all. I there's mm-hmm. I definitely would because I think that there's a part of like satisfaction that comes from doing something that's separate from, you know, just being a mom mm-hmm. and just being a wife. There is a definitely, and I think that leads to self confidence, which leads to you know increased mental health. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's a lot of good that comes from it that I would miss. What do you feel is your purpose? And and you can answer that any way you want. It could be your purpose with your work, be your purpose as a mom. It could just be your, your just like your life purpose or something. Well, my that... purpose as a mom would be to raise, a, to raise kind people. Okay. My purpose in my work would be to, um, I have to just stay true to myself. Yeah. My purpose is to stay true to myself because That's your purpose I your feel work. like as soon as I start, I can't have the validation come out outward yeah i come from the people that follow me or watch me because that ebbs and flows totally and i would have quit a million times before do you feel like the praise is too high in social media and the the hate the hate is too do you feel do you feel like the hate and the praise are both too extreme for sure so it's like that it just has to be like it has to come from me and that's just to be who i am the purpose what was my other purpose as a wife i don't know i yeah yeah what is your purpose Um, there to for you to know that you're always loved. That's so sweet. Um, I, yeah, I don't, what is my other purpose in life? What do you, what uh, do you hope purpose, to see? My purpose, I just want to be a good friend to people. That's sweet. <laughs> I'm so boring. What What do you hope to see change in the world? Wow, this is so deep. You don't have to answer these questions if you don't want to. See change in the world. I mean, gosh, I can't. Sometimes you ask me these questions. You ask me these questions on a regular basis. I just like to ask these. I like to think about these big ideas, you know? I just wish people had more empathy. Yeah, that's good. Why? I think the world needs more empathy. Why? 
if we had more empathy, we'd have more community. And if we had more community, then I feel like we could start meeting each other's needs more. And then other people could, like, their gifts could be exalt, like, lifted up. And mm-hmm. then um, we could fill in for other people's, like, shortcomings. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I just think the world needs more empathy. Do you think that almost plays into the family unit, too? Sure. I think the, I think the family unit is just is it microcosm? A microcosm? Okay. The That's a big picture. word. That's a big word. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Do you have any lasting thoughts to close out this interview? This is not at all what I thought this episode was going to be. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was going to be, com- to be completely honest. I just, <laughs> I don't know. You were stressed out today and I was just like, I want to just, I don't, I want to go deep with Abby. Like, I just want to. That's a bad time to go deep. Really? Is that a bad time? Yes. Sorry. Because then I cried because I was already having elevated emotions. I'm sorry. And now people are going to tell me I have, you know, whenever I cry, people on the internet say I have, um, <laughs> like, uh, pre- prenatal depression. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I think it's just called being pregnant. Your emotions are higher than usual. Yeah, and I already had high emotions. How do you feel, by the way, if I if I take a video of you when you're crying and you're pregnant? How does that People make you feel? People are not going to believe me when I say this. What, what are you going to say? I don't care. <laughs> and, well, if I do care, I tell you right off the bat, don't record this. Yeah. And then you stop recording. Exactly. But if I don't care, I don't say anything. That most recent then, video, what did I say right before I started recording? Can I record this? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, yes. <laughs> Your emotions were high, and I thought I thought you might get a kick out of it later. And I'm no, like, no, no, I get yeah. a kick out of it even in the moment. Like I, yeah. I it's weird. Like I, in the moment, I'm like I am aware that this is a large reaction to something that's not a big deal. It's but kind of fun too. It's to hard go, to reel it back in. Yeah, when there's like when you're in a moment of heightened emotion. <laughs> I don't know for me at least, or if I'm doing something crazy like some crazy stunt, I want someone to record. Yeah. Um, I don't care. We've gotten so used to it too. It's not like yeah. I put on for it, or it's not like I'm yeah. like. I like that about you. I love that you don't put on. Yeah, I don't really care. Me next. Thank Let's you see for if I'm being still stressed. Thank you for being vulnerable. I think our babysitter is about to leave, so we need to finish this up. Yeah, my stress has gone to medium. Hey, that's good. Maybe filming this episode helped. Yeah, maybe. Should we? Um, should I read a review? Should I like find? Should sure. I just like read the first review of our podcast that pops up? Also, do you like my toenails? Uh, love your toenails. This is the the most recent. Um, review it says so fun i just started a new job where i drive a lot and listening to this podcast helps me pass time it's super funny and sweet to listen to thank you i love listening to podcasts and driving so that means a lot that you're listening to ours during your drives well if you guys haven't left a review already do that for a podcast um you can also hit the like button and subscribe to our youtube channel for the podcast would really mean a lot to us um and yeah if you're a spotify listener too hit the five stars or or four, however you want to rate our podcast. But um, we love you guys. We appreciate you. We could not do this without you. And um, can't believe that this is uh, our life. That was a, I hope you guys liked the interview too. This is kind of just like a full transparency. We didn't have an episode idea for today. I just gleaked on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> you gleaked? What does that even mean? Gleaked? You know what that is? No. When you like accidentally sh- like spit, like, but it kind of shoots out. Oh my gosh. Well, I didn't have an episode <laughs> sour idea. sour candy. Um, we got a really big guest coming on for our next episode, so I'm very excited. Stay tuned for that. Um, but as always, three, two, one. Peace, Peace out, out dudes. dudes.